Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. Good afternoon. Uh, it's such an honor and privilege to be here to share about uh, my uh, milestones uh, in my ministry. But before I say anything, I think Tanya will agree with me. Please keep smiling at us. <laughs> we're both sitting together, but we're so nervous to talk to each other. <laughs> the last time we so we're just in the same boat. So please, uh, please pray for us and um, smile at smiling. Give us smiling faces to encourage us. Um, I thought uh, today I'd like to share with you um, not uh, so much about the ministry, but about uh, my, uh, how the law uh, gave me and molded me in my, in my ministry for this point of my life. So before I'd like to uh, read a passage, if you have, I think it's in the church Bible, it's uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 to verse 18. Treasure in jars of clay. I do my best, but uh, Chinese accent is my only accent. I've been practicing for many years. I'm, I'm going to learn uh, more Scottish accent, Irish accent, and Welsh accent when I go to deputation. So I'm going to read to you from verse 7 to verse 18. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying the body in the body of death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. Since we have the same spirit of faith according to what has been written, I believed and so I spoke. We also believe and so we also speak, knowing that he also raised the Lord Jesus, will raise also with Jesus and bring us with you into his presence. For it is all for your sake, so that as grace extends to more and more people, it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory, beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Um, I'm going to share three things again, uh, like, uh, as I said, uh, my Saturday night. Um, I will focus on uh, last, when I heard that I'm going to share with you, but this uh, chapter came to my heart is uh, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that all surpassing power is from God and not from us. Uh, I'm jar of clay. Uh, when we say jar of clay, is I'm not plastic. 
You know, when I, when I first came to the work, uh, so, uh, often Jewish people ask me, are you Jewish? I said, no, I'm made in Hong Kong, 100% made in Hong Kong. And it's true, 100%. And they will touch my skin and say, you're not plastic. Because, you know, in the past, a lot of things made in, plas made by, made in Hong Kong by, with plastic. So I'm job Clay. What I'm saying is I'm very, I'm very fragile. Uh, you can see a lot of scars, <laughs> but as somebody said, each scar is the testimony of God's healing. So um, the first thing I'd like to share with you is I'm not alone. And this is very important to me in my spiritual journey. I will share a little bit why. And the second thing I'd like to share with you is going forward. And the third I would like to share with you is growing uh, in my notes, I said growing old. I should, say, I should not say growing old, growing older. <laughs> so the first thing, I'm not alone. And uh, I'd like to share with you one thing in my life I keep uh, looking to God is the day, um, on the day my father's funeral. Uh, you heard my testimony. I uh, became a Christian when I was about uh, 14 or 13 and a half. Uh, I went to Sunday school since I was six years old. But my father forced me to go to church because he thought, well, I'll bring up this girl. I was the only child, only girl. And he thought if I brought this girl to Sunday school, she would, she would become a good girl. And he was right. I did become a good girl. <laughs> and every Sunday I bargained with him. And then one day, I, one summer, I went to a script, like a scripture union. Summer came, I became a Christian. And I became a Christian and um, when I became, after I became a Christian, I was so far for God. Uh, I remember my schoolmates were all afraid of seeing me. Sarah Chen is coming. When I come to this door, they will go to another door because they have to receive my gospel threat before they are allowed to go into the classroom. That was me. And 18 months later, I commit myself to Jewish work. But then I was hoping to be a missionary in Israel because why I wanted to, be, to go to uh, be in Israel because I just... At that time, I, I felt so much God's love for these people. And if I, I love God so much, I mean, I still love God, but that time I was so fanatic. So I said, if I love God, I have to love who he loves. So um, I was heading to this, and um, what happened is, uh, after I made that commitment, um, six months later, my, past, my father passed away. I didn't tell you the full story um, last time. When I was born, my mother was 50 years old. So I'm either a genius or <laughs> something wrong. So, and my father was uh, in his uh, fifth, late 50s. So all, all my childhood, there is a fear that I'll be on my own one day. I'll be left alone. And I was always scared that one day my father would leave me and I would be on my own totally. And the day my father died, I still remember very vividly, and there is an old song, I can't remember the whole song, the words, please. I don't know about, the, about tomorrow, but I know who holds tomorrow. The whole day, whole night, I was praying on my bed and listening to my father's movement because I knew he was going to uh, be unconscious and he, he fell on the, on, on the floor, and then later on I had to call my pastor. And he passed away, he became a Christian the day before he died. And I want to share one thing, is uh, on his funeral uh, that day, now as I said, when I became a Christian, every morning I read the Bible, and I really encourage you, uh, what, what helped me to survive as a missionary until today, apart from people's prayer, is truly the Word of God. Uh, every morning, uh, every day, God spoke to me through His Word. 
mean, also with your prayers. But I really believe that the word of God is the light of my path. And that day, on the day the funeral my, pa- my father died, I was very, very upset, of course. But that time I had a deep peace because I knew God holds the, f- the future. He, he will carry me on. And I was reading John 14, verse 18. You know what is it? I am not going to leave you as an orphan. I will come to you. I couldn't believe it that day I read that passage. And um, I hold on that, that promise that I'm not alone. And it's, it's not easy because afterwards, um, in my uh, mission, in my journey, I had to come to here in boarding school, and it was hard. And the day I arrived, at the first, it was the first time I left my country, or Hong Kong, that time. was um, uh, uh, the first time I left, and I was the, uh, came here to do my A-levels. And my friend, the person supposed to meet me at Heathrow Airport, she forgot to meet me. And I was on my own at the, air, at the airport. I had no idea. Everybody looked so different. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do. I, in my pocket, only got 50 pounds. So um, I was so scared. And I thought about that verse. God will come to me, to my rescue. And, he, and, and then my friend suddenly remembered. So she did turn up to pick, me, to pick me up and took me to the school. So I am not alone. And every time when I have to face difficulties or I feel much more uh, on my own, then I know that I'm not on my own and God is with me. Now, it's very important for me. Now, to you, uh, there's no guys here, no men here. I'm still free and single. <laughs> so I'm very much alone. I mean, you got your husband. <laughs> you got your children. And sometimes, uh, in the past, I have many prayer friends. But come today's age, I realize that some of my friends, they pass away. I don't know why. I always make friends they are older than me. So, <laughs> and only last few years, I, I had uh, two, three very close prayer partners. They passed away. So there was time that, oh, I'm on my own. So there's come to the point that I must look for younger friends. <laughs> So I, I thought I forgot my age, and uh, when um, Tom or Leslie wrote to me uh, about my years in the in, uh, in the in missionary, I wrote back to Leslie, I I'm in denial now. I stopped counting how many years in the work. So pray that um, I will always hold on to that promise. I'm not going to leave you as an orphan. I come. I will come to you. And I think this is a great promise for a missionary. And the second thing I'd like to share with you is going forward, keep going forward. Um, another milestone of my life, the first milestone is my father passed away, and I know God is with me. The second milestone is I'd like to share with you is I don't say too much to other people. Um, when I came to here boarding school, and I was very, God really blessed me. I got to know uh, somebody who worked for, I don't know if some, anybody here worked for OMF, or China in a Mission. They have an old people's home or a home for missionaries in Kent, Tunbridge Wells uh, Comfort House. I'm sure Lucy or David, um, they will know about this home. So they, I had to earn my pocket money during summer holiday, Easter. At that time, when we come up, leave Hong Kong to come here, we don't go to Hong Kong for Christmas and for summer holiday. When we leave Hong Kong, we come here for four years. That's it. So I remember all my friends said to me, Sarah, you will cry every day. You will miss Hong Kong. And I remember at the airport, I said, promise God that I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed one tears. 
Of course, I couldn't help it. But one thing God, God helped me through was um, I know somebody uh, who worked at the, at the old people's home, and she asked me if I would like to be a volunteer to, be, to work in this um, uh, nursery home for uh, missionaries. I was so delighted. I was, mission to me is every time I hear mission, I go to all the mission meetings. So, um, I, and then I, I realized this is a, a home for missionaries. I think some of you know Frank Horton. He wrote a lot of hymns, and Mrs. Horton was there too. Wow, they were heroes to me. And I, first time when I went to there for uh, Easter, and um, what they asked me to do is like to help the nurses to clean the room and other things. And I was such a spoiled person. I'm very sensitive to smell. And I remember I had to clean, is it commode? What do you call it? Wow. <laughs> Every time I had to run and hold the thing that yards and run to, to clean. And then I said, God, I hope I don't need to do that anymore. And then the matron said to me, they really loved me because I'm, I was, I'm in Chinese. So they asked me, can you cook Chinese for the home for the residents? I said, yes, I can cook. He said, I couldn't cook at all. I only make me... <laughs> Well, all I can do is only cook instant noodles and rice, that's, you know. So I thought if I put some soya sauce and tomato ketchup, that would be sweet and sour for them. So I, I was so bold. I just make up, make up my own recipes. They didn't know about I mean, I told them it's Hong Kong dishes. In fact, it was my own dish. So I cook for them. But I want to share with you one thing is, um, uh, as I cook for them uh, during, uh, during that time, uh, I learned so much from these people's home. Um, when I say going forward, they go forward for, they went forward for, to give me the gospel, the Chinese. And one Sunday, I went to the local church, and I remember that Sunday was a memorial, next Sunday was a memorial service for uh, a lady. I didn't know the lady, but because she was a missionary. So I went to the memorial service, even though I didn't know her. But I thought one day I would meet her anyway. So when I went to the service, I realized that lady, she, uh, to remember her, she was in her 20s. And she went to Rhodesia as a, as a missionary, as a nurse missionary. But what happened was she was shot by, um, by terrorists there. And during the, during the service, I, I just felt, wow. She was, so, she was only in her 20s. At that time, I was the same, I mean, younger than her. But then I, um, I, I learned a, a huge milestone. What happened was God changed me again. I tell you another secret is I'm very fussy and I'm very bossy. <laughs> Brenda knows. <laughs> and... Um, I, uh, because I worked at this old people's home, they liked me so much, so they asked me to be like, um, uh, what do you call it, to, 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 uh, to help the other volunteers, like I was the leader of the volunteers team. And we had to clean the house. And the, the girl, the other girls from Denmark, from uh, Sweden, they were not as hard work as Chinese, sorry about that. <laughs> and what they did is, they pushed all the uh, dust and hoover under the carpet. And I knew that, so I told them off. I said, you shouldn't do that. And then I had to make sure that they go and put the rubbish out and clean it properly. But what happened is, after that Sunday service, God changed me. Is, um, during the service, when, I, when the pastor told about this, girl, this lady's life, she was in her early 20s, and she wanted to go to Rodeo. She gave her life to the people there. 
And I, during her service, somehow there was a voice like my Heavenly Father spoke to me. Sarah, if I make you like this, this girl, this missionary, would you be willing to die for me? I said, wow. I, I was, I, like, you know, sometimes you're bargaining with God. Like, if you fail, you fail everything, Lord, I will be a missionary. If you let me pass the exam, something like that. So I said to God, no, not yet. I haven't had my, I haven't had a boyfriend. I'm not married yet. And I haven't done that. I haven't done that. Main thing is about, you know, boyfriend. That, that, that age is about boyfriend age. So I was bargaining. And then in the end, I said to God, I surrounded. I said, okay, God, if this is your will, I will. Because I was preparing for my mission, mission to be a missionary. What happened was, after that memory service, I went back. And I realized under the carpet, there was so much dust there. And I knew who did it. So what happened to me is, oh, never mind. I'm dead already. So I went to clean the, 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 the ash, the, the rubbish, and I did it without saying anything. What I was saying is, I, I just felt the meaning of dying. No more me, but God. And also God used me to, to be more like him. That was my, I mean, I'm still learning. That is another milestone. It's a small thing, but God changed me that day, even until now, um, to learn to be like Christ. And finally, because of time, it's grow, growing older <laughs> and growing up. And I'm going to finish with the story. Uh, I'm going to end here. Even when I became a missionary um, in my 20s or early 30s, I just can't remember time goes so fast. I still believe, I'm still, I'm, I hate these reading glasses, but I can't help it because I'm very content. Um, I uh, learned when I, I remember when I was uh, in my early 20s, I said to God, I said, I don't want to be 60s, 50s maximum. Uh, I tell you the secret because at the moment I'm buying a lot of, uh, in the sale, I buy anti-wrinkle cream. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just can't face gray hair or wrinkles. So I said to God, I just want to be 60, then I take me to heaven. So I'll be pretty. Still pretty in the, in the end. But God changed me again. What happened is, when I was uh, working at this comfort house, um, I had to, I mean, you, you, uh, weekend I cook Chinese for the home, but during the week I still have to clean and, uh, the rooms. And there's one lady, she was in her 90, in her, I think in her late 90s, and she had, um, what's the problem? Is it, uh, she she, nice. she, she, uh, she couldn't recognize where she was or where, where she, uh, she doesn't know who, who is in the room. So when I was cleaning her room, she said, shh, I, I, I'm very clumsy and I make a lot of noise. And she said, Sarah, quiet. She called me Sarah, so she remembered me. I think because people told me there is a Chinese girl called Sarah working in the house, and they all prayed for me. There's a room waiting for me when I'm retired. So she said, shh, quiet. I'm in Shanghai. So I thought, I thought okay, I knew she was. So she, she thought she was in a meeting in Shanghai. So I was quiet. And when I was cleaning her dressing table, I was in tears. You know why? There were a pack of uh, photos, black and white, Chinese photos of different uh, Chinese uh, pick, uh, persons and a list of names in Chinese, names. What she did is she prayed every morning for these people and the names in Chinese. I went, I came out, I have to, I have to leave her room and I had tears. 
And I thought, God, if you want me to be live to 90s or 100s, I want to be like her. I want to have that missionary heart to give the life to these people. Even when I can't do it, I can still remember them in prayer. So that was my milestone until today. And thank God I saw that. So pray for us. And I believe that we will never grow old. <laughs> we only grow older and growing upward to see our Christ one, one day. We will always be beautiful in his eyes. Thank you. We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org slash donate.